welcome to this morning's episode of Church Talk. This podcast is designed to help you to make your church a place that God enjoys, to help you make your church a place where people are welcome, to help you make your church into a place where you are training people and sending them out into the ends of the earth to represent God. and to represent the body of Christ and to represent the heart of God i'm glad that we are able to catch up after a while and usually i do conversations with someone else and this morning there's this particular revelation that i wanted to share with you and talk a little bit about what we could do to really steward what god has already given us you know the people that come by our way the people that come by into our churches the people that walk into our homes and walk into our lives on a daily basis is phenomenal it's it's, it's innumerable but so often we are not really able to capitalize on it and we are not able to do a really good job at following up with them and 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 helping them walk with god so why do you think that we are doing a bad job sometimes at really uh you know converting that ratio of people that is coming to us to those people that are actually surrendering their lives to god i want to read this particular scripture this came as a huge revelation for me and i pray that it will speak to you it says for the shepherds are stupid this is jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 21 It says for the shepherds they are stupid they don't seek the lord therefore they have not prospered and their whole flock is scattered now this is specifically speaking about the fault on the part of leaders now there are several times when you know somebody who is coming to a church who is part of your church may not be able to grow may not be able to see the fullness of what God has planned for their lives because they are genuinely not interested or they are genuinely just lazy or they are just genuinely you know taking it easy they don't want to uh, really want anything more they are not hungry for anything more you know it can truly be a aspect where people don't want God Uh, but i'm not necessarily talking about it when the fault is on the side of the flock i'm talking about it when the fault is on the side of the shepherds it says this kind of shepherds there is this group of shepherds who are stupid and it's not talking about one shepherd so we are not talking about one senior pastor here or we are not talking about one elder in a house here or one person it's talking about multiple shepherds who are appointed by god over a group of people over a church or over a family or over a nation it says the shepherds they are stupid why because they are not seeking the lord and when they don't seek the lord what happens two outcome one they do not prosper and second their whole flock is scattered now hear me out clearly okay the bible says that the first reason why you may be not able to convert those number of people that are coming to you into surrendering to god why your flock is scattered all the time and why you don't really have the response that you want 
maybe because you are not really prospering. If you if you are not prospering yourself, if you are not growing yourself, if you are not going into the next level yourself, then you can't expect the people that are following you, the people that are walking with you, the people that are uh, considering you as their role model to be growing on a daily basis. Why would you expect them to be any better? Uh, you know, that is why it is a huge responsibility that a pastor and a leader has that they themselves grow. And, and this growth has to be in every way. I'm using the word prospered because the word uh, uses the word prospered, but it's not just about uh, financial prosperity. You know, anytime we hear the word prosperity, we're only thinking about bank balance, although it includes financial prosperity. It includes physical prosperity. But more, more than all of these things, I think it's prospering in your walk with God, prospering in your relationship with other people, prospering in your dealings, in your conversations, in every area of your life. If there is no growth, if there is no evidence of God's blessing upon your life, then it is obvious that you are not going to be a role model for people to follow. Then it is obvious that you're not going to be a, an example that people would be like, hey, this is the kind of man that I want to grow up to be. So the first question I want to ask you is this. Can you take an inventory of your own life and check what are those areas of my life where I need to prosper in this season? What are those areas of my life where I need to grow in this season? Now, now, don't just limit this to your walk with God. Don't just say, I'm praying, I'm worshiping, I, I have a deep love for God, and that's all that's enough. No, you need to prosper in your dressing sense, brother. You need to prosper in how you talk to people, how you love them, how you, uh, you know, interact with them. You need to prosper in your career if you're working. You need to prosper in your excellence, in your in the way that you live your life, everything about you need to represent the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. See, that is the that is the goal for the people, for the flock. The flocks cannot necessarily see Jesus, cannot necessarily see God. Jesus went to Peter and said, Peter, do you love me? If yes, then you have to feed my sheep. Why? Because, you know, these sheep, they don't always see Jesus in his fullness. But here is a shepherd that Peter, you know, in this particular case, Peter is that shepherd. And Jesus is telling Peter, hey, you know what? I want you to make sure that my sheep is well fed. I am entrusting them into your care. I'm entrusting them under your leadership. So can we can we take our responsibility really, really serious and say, God, give me the grace in this season to represent you well to my church to represent you well to the people that are looking up to me that are waiting to receive something from me so the first reason why i feel that you know we may have bad results or our productivity may not be up to the mark is because we ourselves are not growing it it has to be every leader it cannot be just one leader growing and 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 10 other leaders slacking and and taking it easy it has to be every leader who is growing together. And because every leader is growing, uh, you know, the church will automatically prosper.
prosper. Now, I pray that if you're a pastor, you will share this podcast with your leaders, with your immediate first level leaders and tell them, hey guys, this is how we got to live. We got to live in a state where we are constantly increasing, growing and prospering. And then the Bible says that uh, the one reason why you're not prospering is because these guys, these shepherds, the Bible actually calls them stupid. It says, for my shepherds, for the shepherds of these people, they are stupid. Why? Because they don't seek the Lord. And because they don't seek the Lord, there is no growth. And because they don't seek the Lord, there is no increase. Because they don't seek the Lord, there is no prosperity. And because there is no prosperity, there is ultimately no following. All the flock is scattered everywhere. Now, here comes the next question. How often do you seek the Lord? And what is it that you're seeking the Lord for? What is it that you're going after God for? How is your heart on a day-to-day basis? What are you asking the Lord for? Are you asking the Lord for grace to be a better pastor? Are you asking the Lord for grace to be a better leader? Are you asking the Lord for grace to be a better father? You know, in this season, something that I've been doing is, I know that I I, I, have, I can probably, uh, you know, manage being a pastor, but something that I really, really want to learn to do better is to be a better father at home and, and, and to all those people that, look up to me as a father and i've been reading up books and listening to podcasts and and doing everything possible to have a better understanding and a deeper revelation of fatherhood and i pray that you would pursue your call very very seriously that you would take your position very serious and you don't you don't make fun of it you don't you know, look down on it and, you know, you don't take it for granted and you don't see it as something that will automatically fall into place. Anything that you don't invest into, you cannot expect returns from. If you're somebody who is saying, I'm going to spend 10 hours a day working for a secular job to get money and to do all of this, but I'm not necessarily going to invest into my marriage, then you cannot expect in returns in your marriage you will get a lot of returns in your finances but you're not going to get a lot of returns in your marriage if you're somebody who is saying i'm going to spend a lot of time preparing sermons and all of those things but i'm not going to invest into becoming a better leader invest into becoming a better pastor invest my time into studying what god wants me to study and, and seeking the lord in these areas of my life then you can't expect to have any returns in those areas of your life. So this morning, I'd like to list out a few things that you need to seek the Lord for. Because when you seek the Lord for these things, you will automatically start seeing a prosperity, an increase and a growth in those areas of your life. And as you start prospering in those areas of your life, as a natural result, you will start attracting followers, you will start 
attracting a tribe, a group, a, a family that loves the Lord and wants to see in you how you love the Lord and you walk with God and how you are increasing and how you are growing, going to the next level and they want to follow you along with you so they can go to the next level as well. So the first thing that I, I pray that you would seek the Lord for is for compassion. You know, as leaders, as pastors, it's necessary that you pray for the gift of compassion. You know, this world is filled with all kinds of negative role models of pastors who you know, can preach a, a great sermon but can never be compassionate to somebody who is broken and hurting and going through a difficult time in their life. They can preach from the stage saying God is with you but they can't really demonstrate the fact that God loves that person that you're preaching to by spending an extra minute with that person or or by weeping for that person or, or just shedding a tear you know in your heart in your life for that person we live so disconnected from everybody else around us in fact we live in this world where uh, you know we have this overdose of negative information and because of which our sensitivity to pain has decreased so much you know we read on the news and we read on uh, you know daily reports how people are being killed murdered raped and all kinds of bad things are happening in the world and then when people come and tell us hey i couldn't sleep an entire night because of a bad headache you're like man get a life you know it's not a big deal you know uh, here people are dying and uh, you know all of that that is happening and you're, you're you're trying to say that you have a headache let me tell you what jesus did he never looked down on anybody's problem because there were other problems that were bigger than that person's problem he was willing to engage and empathize with every single person and i think that that kind of compassion truly really comes from god and i pray that today morning as you listen to me there will be this hunger in your heart to be compassionate like jesus was there will be this hunger in your heart to not just love people we can all love people and still be distant from them not just to care for people in your head but to truly be compassionate towards them you know the bible says that when jesus saw the people of his day his heart was so moved with compassion that he began weeping because he saw them wandering around like sheep without a shepherd would you break would your heart break in a like manner if you had to see people surround that are surrounding you and and they don't have any hope and they don't have any answers and they don't have any reasons for living and would these things really break your heart if it don't then it's high time that you seek the lord and you tell the lord lord help me to prosper in my compassion help me to increase in my compassion help me give me the grace to grow in my love and the demonstration of that love for the people around me the second thing that you need to pray for which is very important is for strategy you need to ask the lord lord show me how to show this compassion I don't just want this gift of compassion but I need the 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 pathway to this compassion to some people when Jesus healed them Jesus just laid their hands and healed them some people when 
do you see them he asked them to do something like go and show themselves to the priest or go and wash themselves in the pool or or do something as a act of obedience to different people he had different strategies i think that jesus sat in the presence of god and received individual strategies for every single person that he wanted to show compassion to so can you ask the lord to show you a strategy a new strategy for every single person you know the problem with so many of our churches and ministries is that we think what has worked for me will work for everybody else we think that because god loves me and god spoke this to me that is the same thing that god will do for everybody else that's not true my dear friend that's not how it works you need to sit in the presence of god and ask god for a specific strategy for every single person that comes into your church if you are a parent and you have multiple children you need to ask the lord for a strategy to raise every child in a unique manner what you do for one cannot be the same trick and the tips that you would use for the other everybody is unique and ask the lord for a strategy seek the lord for a strategy to show that compassion to express that compassion now the third thing that i would ask you to pray for is say god if i have to be compassionate to people i i need money if i need to put these strategies into practice i need provisions you know the story of that good samaritan who uh, took that guy to the hospital and he paid for his bills now that that takes money that that's not something everybody can afford so i want you to pray and say god i'm going to seek you for the provisions that i need to take care of my flock the physical the financial provisions the provisions of time the provisions of money the provisions of physical health all those provisions that need to fall into place i want it i want you to seek the lord for those provisions so often we think that if only i can tell other people or if i only i can send out a newsletter or if only i can reach out to all the rich people in my church and then i will have enough money to do the right thing uh, i'm not saying you should not reach out to somebody who has money and is willing to contribute if, you, if the lord leads you in that direction you're welcome to do that i do that several times but if that is the first thing that you do when you're in need of money for somebody else in your church then there is a problem we have to learn to go to god first before going to people when you go to god god may direct you to somebody for example god spoke to elijah go to the widow of zarephath and she will feed you now if without hearing from god if he would have gone to any widow and asked them for food that would have been a violation of his trust and dependence on god as a man of god as a woman of god as a pastor as a leader as a father or a mother or a house you have to learn not to depend on uh, people more than you depend on god now as you depend on god god may give you the the address to the people that are supposed to take care of you and and if god gives you that then go ahead and ask and go ahead and share and go ahead and uh, you know put what god has put on your heart to them and do that with a lot of prayer you know this is a season where 
we've been raising up uh, money for Africa, for our mission work in Africa. And, and several times, I'm just tempted to just go around asking everybody saying, hey, would you want to do this? Would you want to do this? But then I, I sit and pray and I say, God, give me the names of the people that I can approach. Show me who are the people who are going to help me raise this money. And I don't touch people or I don't reach out to people except if I have that firm feeling in my spirit saying, wait, this is the direction God is leading us into. So let me ask this person to go ahead and start talking to people and, and raise finances for this particular mission. And, and if you can make it a practice to do that, to go to God first, to depend on God first, life will become so easy. Your ministry will become so easy. See, it is God's purpose for you to prosper. And to prosper, you need to seek the Lord. And when you do seek the Lord, the first thing that you need to seek God for is for compassion, genuine love. The second thing you need to seek Him for is the right strategy. And the third thing that you need to seek Him for is provisions. And as you seek for provisions, sometimes God may give it from very unexpected sources and other times he will give you direction to other people and that time you need to be humble enough to go and speak to these people and you need to be willing to let these people into your life as well um, and uh, and you have to learn not to reject the help of people you know as leaders as pastors sometimes we want to do everything by ourselves you know i'm guilty of that because sometimes i don't see the uh, things being done my way, I feel that I'm the only person who can do this job and I'm the only person who can really put this into practice and I, 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 I want to just take things into my own hands. But then God, God keeps speaking and showing and telling me, hey, I have put these other people in your life so that they can partner with you so they can do part of what you are doing as well. So, so pray and ask God to show you those people that can help you financially or physically or, you know, in praying for you, whoever it may be, to bring those people into your life. Because if you got to prosper in your ministry, you cannot do it alone. You need a team. You need people that you can depend upon and you need people that will work hand in hand with you. That when you're not there, that there's somebody else out there praying for people and ministering to people in your church. So pray for compassion, pray for strategy, pray for provisions, and pray and seek the Lord for people. Last but not the least, pray and ask God to give you influence. Seek the Lord for influence. And when I say influence, I meant uh, not just about, you know, uh, the people that come to your church. you got to seek and pray and ask the Lord to give you influence over certain kinds of diseases that, that is prevalent in your area. You need to ask God for influence over certain kinds of marital problems or certain kinds of uh, you know struggles in, in, in people's finances that anybody that comes to you with that kind of a problem have to go back healed, have to go back relieved, and have to go back uh, with a breakthrough. This season, this entire year, we've been contending with God for an influence over mental health conditions. 
and and we've seen some breakthroughs and we are waiting for more and and we've we've seen one person you know completely healed from madness and i i believe that more is yet to come more will come in the days to come but that will happen when you will really contend with god for influence over those areas and and sometimes it's it's physical sometimes it's just geographical you need to contend with god for an influence over an entire area that you're living in or your church is planted in or the city that you're part of or the nation that you live in you need to ask god and say god give me an influence over this nation i want to really make an impact in this place i want to make an impact in the government uh, of of this particular state i want to make an impact in the uh, district of this place i want to make an impact on this particular city when you pray like that it is obvious that god will prosper you it is obvious that god will bring the people that are suffering that are struggling in those areas of their lives and and god will bring them under your care the bible says the shepherds their stupidity is in not seeking god when we depend on ourselves when we think that we have what it takes to do good and be good and you know live a healthy content lives on our own and we are not really serious about our responsibilities as shepherds and leaders over homes or churches then eventually we will reach a place where we become stagnant where there is no more prosperity in our life there is no growth or increase in our life and when that happens the bible says the whole flock that god had appointed and assigned to be fed by us to be led by us to be brought to him by us they will be scattered they will no longer be able to receive from god and the bible says that it's necessary that you seek the lord your stupidity is that you don't seek the lord but your wisdom will be that you seek the lord and there are five things that god spoke to us this morning on what we need to speak and what we need to ask and what we need to pray and what we need to seek him for the first is seek for compassion the second is seek for strategy on how to express that compassion and third is ask god for provisions to uh, make way for that compassion and fourth ask god for the people who will bring in this provisions and who will partner with you who will bear your burden and and work alongside you and fifth ask god and, and seek god for influence over uh, an entire geographical region or an entire problem or an entire people group and ask god for influence seek the lord so that everybody that is in or under the radar of that influence they will be attracted by your spirit and you will be able to do a good job a great job through god's presence over their lives now that's my encouragement for you my dear pastor my dear leader uh, for your particular church and i pray that you will share this podcast with your friends and your families and your leaders especially so that they can also understand the heart of god and everybody in the church can eventually function as wise shepherds this is not one person's job 
it says for the shepherds it's plural it's not one person's job it's not the job of one senior pastor or leader it is the job of a community of shepherds it's not the job of one peter to raise the first century church although jesus gave him the task of leading the church it was led by the entire group of apostles all 12 apostles stand together in one accord and they led the first century church and i pray that this will become true of our churches today that you and i who are listening to this podcast we will find somebody that we can partner with and we can work alongside with and say hey i want to be that shepherd i want to be that leader i want to be that man that woman who is wise and who is bringing god's heart to god's people so that i can seek him so that god can prosper me first and through me god can bring together a flock that he can bless and fruition god bless you i hope this blesses you have a blessed and a beautiful weekend ahead we are praying for your church and for your ministry do let us know where you're listening from so that we can speak a word for you god bless you